and welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emory Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts. Don't forget to check out and subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star rating to the Football Game Plan Podcast and subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is at youtube.com slash football game plan, where you can get all of our draft content, all of the news, notes, tidbits that we have coming down the pike this draft season. Join with me on this edition of the Scout Team Podcast is Towson linebacker DeAndre Wallace. How you doing, man? How you doing, Emory? It's a, it's a blessing to be on here, and uh, I just want to let you know that uh, you're doing a great job what you're doing, and um, it's a blessing to be on here right now. Man, I appreciate you saying that, man, because, you know, you try to just do what you would do as – or you want somebody – you would want someone to do uh, when you are when you were playing, you know what I'm saying? So to, to hear that from someone that's currently doing it, it, it means a lot. And, you know, just being, just being able to watch you play has been an honor in, in – you know, in my regard, because watching linebackers that are active, aggressive, attacking downhill, doing what linebackers are supposed to do is something that's a joy to watch, especially coming from a former college running back. So I wanted to ask you about playing a position. How how does that come about? Because guys usually always want to touch the ball, right? You know, as kids, guys want to they grew up dreaming of being quarterback, running back, receiver. And that's about it. No one really dreams of being a linebacker. So how did that position just kind of find its way into into your being uh absolutely so of course like every other athlete uh we grew up uh playing two positions whether it's running back linebacker receiver corner um i was always a, a bigger kid a powerful kid so obviously running back fullback on offense linebacker uh, on defense um right around when i got to ninth grade you know, I sat and I was like, you know, what do I want to do? Do I want to be a, a running back or a linebacker in, in high school? And then all I could think about was power back, my knees. <laughs> <laughs> so I always told myself, you know, I want to be able to walk when I'm 60 because if I'm going to be a power back, everybody's going to try to tear my knees up. So I was like, you know what? Let's just be a linebacker and see how this goes. And I just thank God that it actually worked out for me, um, you know, starting in high school. But even in high school, starting with my sophomore year, junior year, and senior year, uh, my coach decided to come up with a, a package called Tiny. And it wasn't necessarily Tiny. It was more or less about 1,000 pounds in the backfield, <laughs> kind of like a triangle pistol formation. And uh, he, he gave another opportunity to be a running back every now and then. So, <laughs> But linebacker definitely grew on me, and um, it's worked out for me. I just thank God that everything's worked out to this far. And it's, uh, playing the position is awesome. I love it. Yeah, you were a four-year starter at Towson, man, and that's a, a really good feat because I know how physical Towson football is, especially on the defensive side. And talking with Coach Ambrose, he, he you know he's a big fan of your game, and I know he preaches and teaches physicality. He recruits guys like yourself. And being able to get on the field as a freshman, earning those starts, what was that process like? Because I know how hard it is to get on the field as a freshman, but you got on the field and started. So – what went into that summer going into your first year at Towson that kind of got you ready to play uh, from, from the ground, for, you know, from, from your first season? Oh, absolutely. Um, coach Ambrose is a great coach. Um, he demands a lot, and he expects a lot of his players um, going in. But, you know, I was just like every other freshman coming in. You know, I was all state, all conference, all county, just like every other player coming in. And, um, you know, honestly, I had to do some things on my own as far as putting my ego aside and being able to learn before I can lead and, and stuff like learn from the older guys and follow before I can lead. And a lot of that 
played a big part in me actually earning a starting job uh, week four of the 2015 season. Um, just following uh, a lot of what the older guys were doing because, you know, when you get to uh, college, the playbook's bigger, the players are bigger, everything's faster, and what worked in high school won't work in college. And you have to really sit down, be, allow yourself to be coachable and pay attention to detail. And the more um, I did that through camp and through those following weeks to prepare myself in preparation for the games weekly and every day watching film and trying to practice as hard as possible and being in the right place at the right uh, time, taking the right steps. Um, you know, it played a big part in, you know, the coaches and my teammates having that trust in me to be able to be on that field um, at that time as a freshman. So um, that's, that's my take on it. You ended up being a team captain as a senior and, and you started all the games, made all conference. And you also finished seventh in program history with 290 tackles. To me, <laughs> that, that says you're around the ball a lot. And, and that just not – that doesn't happen by happenstance. That is film study. That's mm -hmm. preparation. That's understanding your assignment. That's doing what you talked about as far as taking proper technique and, and playing with that technique within the game. So I guess my question is, man, when do you realize that, you know what, man, I'm pretty good at what I'm doing and I have to find that next challenge to get even better because to go from where you were as a freshman, sophomore, junior to really balling out of control as a senior, that shows a, a mindset of, hey, you're not resting on your laurels. You're not just coasting on what you've done. You're still trying to su succeed and exceed what you've done before. Uh, so first off, I'm my own worst critic. You know, uh, every day I try to be the best that I can, not only on the football field, but off the field, whether it's a son, a brother, a mentor, a friend. I try to be the best that I can be all the time and just being my, and criticize myself saying that you can get better every day, every minute, every second. Um, you know, I would, you know, make plays in practice, but then there were also plays where I, I wouldn't make. But those plays that I made in practice, I would go back the next day and say, okay, that's not good enough. I need to make that play two or three more times. On top of that, let's make that play and also try my best to be able to coach my teammates up, even the guys behind me on how to do it the right way. Or even when I was wrong and missed the play or missed the tackle, I went back to my teammates and said, Yo, listen, don't do what I just did. Do it this way. And, it's, you know, it takes a lot of time. Well, obviously, it takes a lot of just – you know, being your own critic and understanding that you have not made it yet, you know, that everything that you've done, um, the player that you're, players that you're going up against do not care. You know, every day you have to grind and, and be a baller and just continue to just play the game the way um, within the system that your coach wants you to play it and obviously continue to progress um, in your own craft as well. Now, I was on a broadcast for the Morgan State game, the Battle of Greater Baltimore. And, oh, yeah. And, and what I like about that, man, there's two physical football teams out there mm -hmm. on the field. And you had a really good game, man. And I thought, like, wow, this guy at the second level is balling out of control. And your teammate, Monty Fenner, uh, balled out as well. And really came away impressed with how well you guys communicate. And first, I want to ask, when you, when you look at that game to start the season, what went into that, that week of prep? Because this is the <laughs> second time you guys met up with Morgan State in the open. I was on the, the broadcast uh, in 2017 as well. So what went into the prep for that week? And also, how important is communication at the second level, You know, especially nowadays with the way that the offenses try to spread the field? Okay, so first off, uh, what was different about that week is that 
it's the battle for greater Baltimore. And I am from Baltimore City. I grew up in uh, the west side of Baltimore City. Um, Mama did her duties in, in getting us out of there and giving us better opportunities. But a lot of those guys I was playing against on Morgan State, I knew a lot of them. I've trained with a lot of them. I grew up with a lot of them. We have a good relationship. Um, so that game, it meant the most to me because it's the battle of Baltimore. It's the battle in your city. Um, and my whole family was there, even friends and family that um, I grew up with on the other side of the ball. Their families came. And that game just meant the most because who is Baltimore's team? And I'm going to let you know it's Towson University <laughs> football. We are Baltimore's team. But that game is an exciting game to play in. Um, the atmosphere is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, I was actually just thinking about that game the other day, like just coming, just warming up, coming out of that tunnel in front of all these fans and, you know, Morgan State's fans is rowdy. I mean, it was an awesome time, awesome game. And I just thank God that I'd be, I was able to have the blessing to be able to play in that game. Um, for your second question, communication is absolutely key. You know, as you talk about my, uh, my brother, my big brother, my teammate, Monty Fenner, who's an incredible athlete and even more of a better person off the field. Um, I could not have been thankful and even more blessed to be able to have him um, as a teammate, as a brother, and on the same defense with me. So shout out to him going forward and good luck to him going forward. But, you know, me and him, we would talk a lot. We would talk through text. At any point in time, when he's watching film and maybe I couldn't watch film, he would text me and vice versa. We knew that in order for this, uh, our defense to be what it was, that me and him had to be on the same level of communication at all times because if something breaks through my level, he has to help me out. And if I can do my best to get to that quarterback um, so that he can get himself a, a PBU or interception, I want to make sure we were on the same page. Um, so communication is very key because we don't want the ball hitting the goalpost, <laughs> whether it's running <laughs> or whether it's passing. We want to make sure that we did the best thing that we could as the defensive leaders and make sure we communicated with our head coach and communicated with our D coordinator. Um, and communicated with our teammates um, that we collectively as a whole, can, uh, a game plan collectively and as a whole that we could come up with to make sure that we put the team first and gave ourselves the best chance to win. You guys nowadays, man, I feel for you guys on defense because back when I played, it, was, it wasn't as wide open. I, I think my sophomore or junior in college, we were just on – the cusp of the spread revolution. But now you guys are, are knee deep in it. And you, you, it's almost like you can't, you have to be able to play in space. So if you're breaking down the linebacker position, what, what traits are you looking for, for the, for that spot as far as what guys can do or what guys will have to do nowadays to compete and, and to really have an advantage? Uh, absolutely. So I think first off, you have to know your stuff. First off, knowing your own defensive playbook in and out, knowing where your run fits are, your pass progressions are, uh, understanding eligibles, um, understanding formations, understanding certain tendencies within offensive lines, running backs, quarterbacks, receivers, understanding that. Um, that gives you a huge advantage in preparation when you were just watching film. And even when you're um, even on press field, because if you understand those, then that will allow you to be where that ball is going to be at the right time. And I always have this saying that I always trust that the running back see the whole, the same hole that I see. Um, you know, because you're not going to make every play, you're not going to guess every play right. But 
That's what your coaches are for. So when I break down position, obviously you want to be physical. You have to be physical um, because these linemen see a lot of guys that are 215, 220 now. By me being about 230, 235, it gives me the advantage in some instances because I can still come down and hit a pulling guard and still track the ball down sideline to sideline depending on where it's going. Um, leadership and smarts, all that goes into play because you are the middle of that defense. And if you allow a team to get a good running, get a good start running the ball on you, they will continue to gash you to death. And we actually played a team called the Citadel. I'm sure you're used to those military-style offenses. Absolutely. And, um, <laughs> we started preparing for them in the spring because you don't see those military-style offenses. But the point I'm trying to make is if you let a team run the ball, they will gash you to death, and it's going to be a long day. So – you know, from the linebacker position, you want to make sure that you're powerful, you're explosive, um, you're reading every key as possible, uh, um, reading every key, and um, you're where you're supposed to be at the right time because, you know, offenses will try to take advantage of certain weaknesses within your defense, so you want to make sure that you are the anchor in the middle of that defense. I just really enjoy watching you attack sideline to sideline, man. Again, you, you, are, you play the game as if you're in a hurry, and, and that yields itself to you being – in and around a lot of plays and, and yet and still you're still going fairly underneath the radar as far as prospects are concerned but what part of your game do you feel as though right now is being underrated uh my my speed and uh my pat my past uh game right now my past progressions and being uh, the ability to you know relate to routes um which is actually something i'm working on right now um going forward so but you know, I grew up in an era where, you know, you got Ray Lewis and you got Derek Brooks and those bigger – Erlacher, the bigger linebackers, and they just banging people, banging people. And the game has changed even with me growing up uh, through, through my lifespan. But um, I believe that they're saying that, you know, just because of my speed. But my speed, I want to make sure I have that um, in check, you know, when time comes. But – uh, the game has changed in a lot of ways, and that we all have to change with it. You know, quarterbacks have to learn how to uh, change their game based off faster linebackers, faster DNs, and prototype guys. So we have to change our game with what their game plans are and their schemes. So um, that's definitely something that's being uh, underrated um, going forward. I just hate how, you know, guys can ball out and – you know, pe people quickly point to, oh, it's Towson, oh, it's the FCS, but they don't look at the conference you played in, the CAA, which is essentially the SEC of the FCS, as far as what you're going to see from a point of attack perspective. Mm -hmm. Also, they don't understand that Trace translates. So you're going sideline to sideline. You're making plays in the pass defense department. You're aggressive attacking downhill versus the run. All of that translates uh, to the Absolutely. next level. So when you look at your game, and you look at uh, someone that's unfamiliar with what you bring to the table, which game would you point them to, to that, that would say, you know what, this encompasses all of what DeAndre Wallace is as a football player? Being able to track that ball down and get there and do some damage when I get there. Um, absolutely. Being able to find the ball, uh, my knack for the ball. Um, obviously, like you said earlier in the podcast, um, just being able to find the ball, be aggressive, and, and another thing, um, my, my leadership on the field, you know, my leadership on the field, um, making sure that 
you know, you have that type of leadership where you can hold guys accountable and, and they can do the same thing to you. And that's how you make your team better and your defense better. Uh, but that part of my game is, is the ultimate because if everybody's fast, you want to make, I want to make sure that I'm getting to that ball wherever it is and continue to get there consistently with the same speed all the time. And that's something that is going to be a plus for me going forward. And obviously my preparation, which is actually going to help me tremendously on the next level. What game would you point people to to say, you know what, check this game out. This, this tells you all you need to know about what I bring to the table. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but you want, you want one from this year or past years? or Any years. In, in, any, any years that, that, that people will say, you know what, I'm going to pop in one DeAndre Wallace tape. I'm going to see what this guy about, mm-hmm. and that's I'm going to formulate my take on. So which game would you want someone to see? I would want go to any – FBS team that we played within the last four years, watch any of those films. Whether it's my freshman year when we played in East Carolina, sophomore year down in South Florida, junior year against Maryland, or my senior year versus Wake Forest. Any of those films, you will be able to see who DeAndre Wallace is. Man, listen, I love the fact that you brought up the big the big schools because that's what everybody wants to go to. I also like going to the option offenses because it shows me a lot about your discipline your your football iq and your ability to play with technique so i would add that one in there as well oh, absolutely because you know you know how it is man those teams force you to play discipline if you're not it's, it's touchdown city um when you look at now as you move forward toward your you know your nfl goal you always look at guys that that tend to have that passion and i think your position kind of forces you to have passion you can't bang on guys you know, throughout the course of 60 minutes if you don't have a passion for the game. So what is it about the game that you love the most? Exactly what you said, the love for it. The the people that you get to meet and the players and your brothers, we all love it. Um, all that stuff goes into it. I mean, I just love this game and what this game has been able to do for me and my family. Um, I have an older brother, um, Jasper, who actually played football at Stevenson University, graduated his degree. So football – has been around my family for a long time. My grandfather actually played for the, the Baltimore Rams. Um, so, but it's been, it's just, that's the, that's the best part about this game, just being able to meet new people who love the game that you, like, that you love. And you guys can all come together every day, practice, you work out, you watch film together. Everybody's in it for the same reason because we all love it. And that's the best part about the game. I mean, I don't know where I would be without this game. I can speak for some of my teammates as well and probably a lot of other athletes around this whole country of what the game of football has done for them. I'm just so thankful that God allowed me to be able to do it um, for this many years and continue to go forward in doing it. But it's just, it's just a blessing. I mean, I just love this game so much. I mean, I get emotional talking about it because I just love it so much. Well, man, listen, that passion is going to carry you far and it's going to help you accomplish your goals. And I'm excited. I'm a fan of your game and what you bring to the table. And, you know, thank you for taking time. And, and we wish the best of luck to you moving forward. Where, where can people follow you online to, to track your journey as you make this jump to the NFL? <laughs> Absolutely. So my Instagram and Twitter handle is actually D underscore Wallace 10 on both. Um, my Facebook is just DeAndre Wallace, D-I-O-N-D-R-E Wallace. Um, so I'm always on social media, you know, kind of just posting um, certain things in there, whether I'm training or you know, certain things. So you can find me there at any point in time. 
DeAndre, this has been a pleasure, man. Glad we could finally connect. Had some technical difficulties, but we got it cleared up. And you know what, man? I, I'm rooting for you, and I wish you the best of luck, man. Thank you for taking time. Absolutely. I thank you for taking the time and giving me the opportunity to be able to do this. You know, I've heard a lot about you, and I have a lot of respect for how you carry yourself and the things that you're able to do with this, with what you have going on. And, you know, it takes a lot of dedication and a lot of love for the game and love for our younger generation um, to be able to always travel. You know, I'm sure you have your own family and, you know, but you take your time to to do what you love to do. And I really appreciate that as an athlete. I'm sure other athletes appreciate that as well. So good luck to you going forward as well. Um, I look forward to you probably maybe having your own podcast channel on NFL Network. Who knows? So, <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, They're going to have to cut the check soon. There we go. There we go. So <laughs> I said, I'm a fan of yours like you're a fan of mine. I appreciate it. So it's been a pleasure. Absolutely, man. Leave you with a few last words. Each one, reach one, teach one, man. And, and that's how we're going to end it. And I, again, keep building and together we'll get there someday, you know? Absolutely. <laughs>